0: So by now, if you listen to a couple of the last few episodes, you're probably thinking, oh, I'm so stressed out. I don't want to deal with any of this stuff. I don't want to think that my nurses are going to get recruited. I don't want to think that the economy is kind of shifting and things are changing and that my customer is going to behave any differently and all of that. First and foremost do not fear none of it is designed um, to fear in fact please don't even shoot the messenger because I bring these to the surface so that we can talk about it I'm a big believer of that you know I'm a big believer of like let's identify the potential pitfalls and let's get let's get some clarity let's get some things on the table that we can then take a step back look at you know analyze and then create ultimately a game plan and that's what I'm here to do if anything if I'm going to anything at all for my fellow med spa community, you know, participant, whether you're a nurse, a doctor, a manager, an owner, it is to bring so much value in the form of, you know, experiences that I've had my own pitfalls to help you hopefully avoid them. Hopefully not find yourself in those places where you're just kind of like not knowing what to do. That is the place I was in over a decade ago. And I can tell you with all of my heart that it is just daunting. It is burnout. It is all the things that people talk about being the unfavorable part of this business. And my hope for you is that you're going to, you know, recognize that there are, you know, challenges, see these things and understand that there is someone in your court, someone that is looking to help you navigate them, um, and can definitely empathize and ultimately not want you to fall into the same pitfalls because you have a plan, because you have ways to kind of maneuver through these like different, you know, uh, landmines, if you will, that can happen in this business. Um, it's not an easy business. It's not cut out for everybody, and so I do have tools for you, um, and it's not entirely altruistic, guys. I mean, I, I, I love sharing all this stuff, but the reality is, is I'm a franchisor. My goal is to bring awareness to the fact that there is a better way to do med spa. There, there are ways to overcome the challenges, and there are a lot of different ways to find support, And at some point, you know, the people that are meant to align with our brand, you know, down the line are going to surface as well. And they're gonna be like, yeah, you know what? I see what you guys are doing. I appreciate that. And I, I think I want to be a part of it because, you know, side note, when I was a franchisee um, and in that space of working with franchise, you know, ors, I would have, I think I did pray for an out. I was just like, so against the wall, so incredibly, incredibly. And these are short-lived franchise opportunities that I I embarked in and I I saw the, 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 the lack of support that I needed and was basically left. I mean, burnout happens, guys, when, and this is something I learned from a third party somewhere, I wish I could quote the reference, but burnout happens not because you're doing the same things over and over every day and you're just tired and you don't have enough time for yourself. Burnout happens when you feel like you're at it alone. When you feel like it is all about, you know, figuring it out without any kind of help. In fact, I will quote it. It's um, Time Investors that I read that or heard that on on Instagram. Um, you know, what is the real reason for burnout? It is because, you know, you feel like you don't have that nurturing team behind you, those relationships, those people that are saying, keep going. We have you, you're able to do this. Um, and that's what I'm essentially here to do is to be, you know, that level of support, help you get to those pieces of aha moments that are, you know, not necessarily, you know, the, the end all do all, you know, it's like you have those moments like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I see clearly now I can actually navigate this without, a whole lot of drama a whole lot of stress and more importantly somebody has my back so it's not altruistic in that sense because i want to be that resource for you but my whole you know school of thought is if i'm not giving you good stuff to work with in the beginning why would you ever trust me later on with your you know your methods and your systems and all of that so it is an effort to build that trust build that relationship and help you see what's possible and also see the the the, the challenges the pitfalls Um, moving forward though i am not doing my job if i'm not giving you tools to actually overcome those pitfalls so that's what we're going to talk about two things first we want to talk about how we're going to keep the client engaged during these changing times and ultimately keep the staff engaged i have another piece for you there um in i probably in the next episodes, uh where i'm going to share a little bit of some excerpts from the book i'm writing of med spa mentor i've been working on this book now for well over a year. I've I've announced it twice that it's gonna come out in the summer and it's gonna come out in the fall and now it's gonna come out, you know, I don't know when. And literally pulled it back twice now. And the reason why is because so many shifts have happened in the industry and changes that I feel like I'm not doing I'm kinda doing a disservice by just covering the how I did it back in the day but now it's like okay that's how you did it back in the day patty but how are you doing it now and what's you know where are you at now so i pulled it back twice now um from the publisher and i'm like nope i need to change a little little bit here a little bit there and now i'm back to um changing a lot more and a lot of the material that i'm going to be you know editing and making those tweaks on especially with ai coming into the, the forefront now Um, are on this podcast. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're, you know, following, and again, don't get discouraged if I talk about, don't don't shoot the messenger, please. But also don't get discouraged if I talk about the stuff that doesn't feel so comfortable. We kind of have to kind of get all the gunk out and figure out, you know, what all that is before we can dive deep into solutions and really good, you know, roadmaps for what to do next. And there's always a positive um, possibility and, and bright side to all of it. Um, it's so important, though, that we understand, though, where it could go. I had a call this morning with someone that was just really, just really super stressed, um, one of my um, associates. And um, the conversation was, I don't, I'm don't, i not sure how I'm going to navigate this piece. I'm not finding that I'm getting the support from my offices. And, um, and now I'm kind of wondering if I need to kind of go at it from a different direction so we teased that out a little bit we figured out some angles and then she was off and running um, and that's again that's part of the whole like building the culture building the the intention of you know good practices without the you know fluff and without ultimately not the mindset it's all about money because even though money is a great reward to what we're doing it is not the reason why we're here we're here to raise up um, confidence levels in our clients. So we're here to raise up, you know, the entrepreneur, you know, spirit in our nurses and our practitioners. Um, we're here to do a lot of these, you know, pieces of, that are just about new possibilities, um, new ways of doing beauty and aesthetics. Um, and we're, we're pioneering in a lot of ways because there's a lot of, you know, unknowns and things that have just kind of been done, the old clinical ways, um, which are not bad ways. Those are just foundational ways that we all need to kind of, Um, keep in the back of our minds as you know these are the baselines we have to make sure that things are respected the the, you know policies and procedures everything that is respected but can we tweak the presentation on the front end to the client can we tweak the experience on the front end to the client yeah absolutely as long as we're respecting the guidelines we can always tweak the experience so these are things that again I'm always prodding thought about I'm always prodding possibility about and i'm hoping that you will be along with us for the ride um, that you'll ask your relevant questions if you don't you know um, if you don't know this already you can always reach out to me um, over my website PattyRappa.com. you can also um, reach out to us via um, the portal where we do medspa rx is our portal For education, we offer lots of educational pieces. In fact, there is a new offer on the portal that is going up this week, and it is all about resilience, building resilience in your med spa. Um, Most of the time, to do consults with me is a little bit pricey, can be a little bit on the higher side. What I've done is I have um, taken some of the most common. Uh, challenges and the most common, you know, three major areas that people struggle the hardest with, which is staffing, um, location, and machines, and those are the highest expense in a med spa, right? Um, and I helped to um, offer some alternative ways to cash flow those um those income you know or deficit pockets if you you know have those moments and how to you know turn it around and so it is turnaround management it's for my turnaround management days foundationally when i used to do a lot of that kind of work and that is at um loose business lubusiness.com that's our med spa rx portal where we do all things consulting uh, turnaround management and so on and sometimes it's a fit for a franchise under our loose lounges, and sometimes it's not. Most of the time, it's not. I'll tell you that. That's like a a given. Um, I would say nine out of ten people that we talk to, actually, way more statistically, more like one out of fifty that we talk to is a fit for the med spa model, um, the franchise model, I should say. Um, but the everyone else is a consult, a co- uh, you know conversation maybe a downloadable, um, those different types of pieces that really come into play when you need them and have that good value. And, and again, it sets the pace as to who we are and what we're doing so that we can raise community, raise awareness, and really help advocate for the folks that really need that advocating, um, which is our superstars, it's our practitioners. Our practitioners are on the forefront. They have to not only hold needles and lasers and put them at people's faces, they have to also become, you know, entrepreneurially sound and be able to build those types of practices um, for the doctors in many cases, or even hopefully for themselves too, if, if their state allows it. Um, But a lot of times it's like the doctor is depending on the practitioner to pull it out of a hat and make those sales and make those connections and keep those clients happy and keep them coming back. And so we need to support as founders, as people in on the corporate side of MedSpa, we need to support our practitioners in those um, aspects because what happens when you don't is, again, you get burnout, you get, I don't know what I'm doing, I feel like I'm alone at this, I don't feel like I'm getting the support I need, and I'm certainly not growing. Um, I'm here just to make somebody else money. Those are the thoughts that cross the minds of our practitioners. So we do need to be thinking always along the lines of what can we do to build that reinforcement, that um, scaffolding around them, if you will, that's gonna keep that integrity, that excitement, and ultimately that joy factor that is then translated to our clients. You know, we need that. We need that good level of um, just energy coming through to our clients. Otherwise the client is just gonna get some burnout, poor girl that just needs a break kind of energy, and no one's gonna get excited about coming back to that kind of environment. So it behooves all of us, as founders, as managers, as folks that are in the business, on the business side of MedSpot, to really be making these strides and efforts to support and build up our practitioners in that manner. Um, And then ultimately, everybody wins. So with that said, this episode, we are gonna talk a little bit about client retention. Um, We're gonna get into the depths of what it looks like to Um, get those those energies up with our clients meet them on those paths most traveled because right now our client is looking for ways to save money guys I'm not gonna sugarcoat it and so we have to identify ways that we still fit into the picture and we are ultimately giving them you know great confidence and trust which will I promise pay off so with that let's get started medical aesthetics it's like such a trend med spa ownership i want to be like a boss babe so you want to break into the industry or maybe you're already in the biz and like what the What the? F- la- la- ladies, ladies and gentlemen patty rapa med spa mentor and business gurus got you thank god welcome to illuminating the path to all things med spa rx let's go let's go let's go <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back. We are talking about the state of the social economics that's going on right now. Um, I'm not going to get too scholastic. I feel like that's for subject experts. I'm more of a girl that kind of has her ear to the ground and listening for the train tracks coming. Um, I feel like there is definitely a shift. Um, I think we all feel that there's a shift. Um, and that is in the consumer behavior now, long, long ago, I spent a lot of time studying consumer behavior and getting a whole lot of just, you know, downloads on what the, what the customer is going to do next. How are they, you know, going to, where they're buying power, you know, um, economic conditions, all this stuff back when I used to have my ad agencies, um in the 90s and that was super fun because i was really able to gain leverage for my clients in that respect um get them kind of ahead of the curve and it's helped me. It's actually helped me a lot um, through the years in doing that for my med spa clients um, as I started out as a consultant and working on more of the turnaround management pieces and helping you know, med spas that were in trouble to cash flow. And I'm kind of seeing, that was back in 2010, um, I'm kind of seeing that happen now again. Um, if you're not hit up by some marketing company offering to get you 10, 20 clients in the next 30 days, um, then I'd be surprised because it seems like that's all there is now As everyone has some magic formula. And um, I would say those are great. I've actually, for the purpose of research and understanding what's happening in the in the industry, I've actually hired a few of those folks. I'm like, okay, show me what you can do. And the formula is pretty standard. It's more about like, you know, some irresistible offer that they then do a tile ad for, or maybe a quick video, um, two to three, you know, second video kind of thing. And then they, you know, market it and post it and, you know, goes to some funnel page. And at that point they're collecting, hopefully collecting some fee. And able to then um, pre-book your appointment, at least get a deposit. If they're not, then they're booking an appointment. They're asking for access to your calendar so that they can then book the appointment, and um, and you can then you know have a customer in the chair. Now, what you have to do in those circumstances, obviously, you have to crunch your numbers. Um, I'm a big you know believer of let's see how this actually the cost of acquisition. Let's see what it really costs us to get this client, and how many of these deals do we have to sell. Um, Or how can we upgrade? And usually what I find um, the magic form, and this is again leading up to the consumer behavior patterns. um, It's the formula is usually pretty much about, um, you know, a a bigger ticket item that we can then sell once. And the hope is that, um, sell once obviously through these funnel pages. And the hope is that the staff is really ready to go and able to then convert those clients into packages, memberships, all that good stuff. Now, the breakdown usually happens once the client comes through the door, if the staff isn't prepared to do that piece. Um, that's what I specialize in with our uh, coaching clients is how to get your staff really, you know, helping you. It's a partnership, you know, it's a partnership mentality. If you haven't heard me preach that already, it's in all my, you know, messages prior to this one as far as podcasts and, you know, Everything I do is I I, even the the press that I've gotten is always about partner with your practitioners. It's so important. Um, And so in that respect, you know, your practitioners are hopefully ready to receive those um, irresistible offer seeking clients and convert them to wonderful um long-term relationships. now does that always happen? No, it doesn't because you know a lot of times our staff, especially in the last three years, our staff has been very um kind of accustomed to the demand. there's a lot of, there's been a big, like flurry of demand in the market. But the market is changing and it's changing rapidly, rapidly. I mean, if you look at the social economics, you know, if you just type that in into Google and you kind of start looking at some of the YouTube on that and everything, you'll see that um, customers are kind of starting to live on um, credit cards right now. They're kind of existing on debt. And so what we have to do to stay ahead of the curve again, that's what I used to specialize in is getting my clients ahead of the curve before the bottom falls out before you're having to lay people off or get rid of equipment or even get rid of locations, which is scary um, is to get a, you know, little bit of a vision of how you want to see yourself positioned. again, ear to the train track, see what, you know, what's coming down the pike. Um, get yourself in a position where you can see how these patterns are going to affect you in your spa. So, let's take a quick step back. That's kind of a preface of what's happening in you know, uh, or what could potentially happen, and how to prepare for it, and how how we think when we're going about preparing for some turnaround management, or even preparing for um, an economic shift um, like there was back in twenty ten. So going back to where the consumer is nowadays. So let's kind of study that consumer and let's talk about what kind of mindset you know our consumer has right now. So if you've been into a Sephora lately, I actually went into one I was looking for like a hydrating um tinted moisturizer and i'm a big fan of the bare minerals line i've always loved it so much and um it's kind of dwindling down it's not as it's not as big as it used to be but um i went in just was kind of shopping around um here in la at century city mall um which i love that mall so much and i'm like you know i'm just gonna pop in and i always like to make it a practice to pop into some of these like la malls i'm not a big goer of them mall, but you kind of have to do that if you want to see what you know you got to remember Let's, you know, let's kind of put things in in perspective here too. What do these big labels do all day? You know, what are their big, you know, board meetings and, you know, all their people doing all that. They're all studying consumer behavior. They're all figuring out what's the hottest, what's next, what's coming down the pike. So if you really want to get a snapshot of what is happening in the marketplace, what is your customer doing when they're not in your chair, um, step into one of these, you know, makeup places, Ulta, Sephora, um, Blue Mercury, those are all great places and study what's on the shelves, what's front and center, what does the signage look like? What are they speaking to the customer that walks in? And I can tell you with hundred percent certainty, I've seen these patterns for a while now. Um, it's all about skincare, you know, and you may be saying, Patty, I already knew that. I know it's all a skincare game. People are all, you know, there's so many lines out and everything, but you kind of have to take a little history lesson, take a little step back and say, okay, where was this 10 years ago? What was happening 10 years ago? When you walked into an altar Sephora or you walked into any of those places, you know, it was all, it was like 90% makeup. And remember the skincare stuff was in the back of the building, right? It was in the very back. It was a corner. You kind of had to kind of maneuver around the hair stuff. And then you just kind of found the skincare stuff, right? Um, I remember kind of looking for a, a you know, gommage and exfoliator uh, back in the day that wasn't carried at my spas. And I was just like, you know, I'm just going to pop in. And it was just like a feat just to find the skincare, right? Now you walk in and it is literally per, like 75%. Now, don't quote me on these numbers. Obviously, I'm not the retailer, but my perspective, my impression is that it's like 75% skincare and the rest is kind of makeup over to the side. You kind of see it on the, on the, on the, you know, on the left there, but the, you know, the, this, the game is skincare and it's everywhere. And there's every kind of line you could ever imagine every kind of product, everything. And so what does that mean for us? You know, we're sitting in the highest as, as med spa folks, we're sitting in the highest part of the totem pole, right? We are, um, a step below going under the knife, right? That's where we kind of positioned ourselves. So we are not, you know, the the makeup people. We are not the um, the typical pop in and get a facial and a nice scrub and clean people. Um, although we can do those services, we focus on more of the restorative reju- rejuvenation efforts. So when we start talking about consumer patterns, we have to kind of think about, okay, so they're coming in, they're getting, first of all, blasted with all these options. How do we like even talk to them about all their options? And mind you, they're starting to get into this mindset of learning all this stuff back in the day when it was all about like getting, um, super clear on what to do on a makeup level. Now it's starting to be like super clear on what to do on a skincare level. Right. Right. And so they're starting to learn and they're starting to get really smart, super smart. I tell my staff this all the time. I was like, guys, you know what? There's going to be a day and I know you're used to the client looking at you and say, what should I do? And that's great. That's a great feeling because you feel like a super duper, you know, hero at that point. And you're like, let me tell you everything I can do for you. And you get super excited for them. There's going to be a day when the client's going to look at you and be like, yeah, this is what I want to do. And this is how I want to do it. And these are this, the treatments I'm going to do for myself over the next, you know, three, six months. And this is how I want to see it play out. And they're just going to basically be telling you what's up. And at that point, you're going to be like, um, okay, great. And, and you're going to follow their lead, or hopefully you're going to say, that sounds good. Let me build on that plan because here's some things you can additionally do to boost your F eff- or boost your results, boost your efforts, and, and really not spend an arm and a leg. And that's how you really look like a superstar nowadays for your client. Right. And so in that respect, um, I keep telling the staff that I'm like, guys, you know, they're going to come in and they're going to prescribe to you. What's going to happen next. So you better get on your game. You better learn these ingredients, you better learn what's happening in the marketplace. You better go study up on, you better try products, um, go spend, you know, a, a day, not just a few hours, not even a, an hour. I know that we pop into the Sephora and we kind of like, oh, you know, these products, these are great and everything. Spend a day in there, make it a plan to literally, you know, take pictures of what's on the shelf. Um, get, you know, get your notebook. You know, I'm actually thinking about planning a little field trip with my staff and be like, you know what? We're just going to spend a day in Sephora and start testing out the products, feel it on your skin, know what it smells like. No, I like some of these celebrity lines. I won't even name any names, but I was like, so like, they're all, the packaging is beautiful and it looks just gold and glamorous and just so amazing and everything. You open up the tube or the, the little pot and everything, it smells like literally something you'd buy anywhere. It was like that floral gross, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, this is not, this is all, this is catering to the ignorance. This, this whole packaging, everything it's all about what's on the outside. It's nothing really good on the inside and much less the the, the texture of the product. Everything is so like counterintuitive to what we're seeing, you know, obviously in our spas, we get to see, you know, these, these great, you know, concentrated serums and these, amazing moisturizers and you see the translucency when you put it on your skin. This is just goop in a beautiful bottle. And so um, they're playing off of, you know, a lot of the, and again, I'm not going to get into the whole celebrity branded stuff. I mean, it's not everybody that's doing it, but there's certain folks that are just like really kind of banking on the fact that people don't know better. Um, And so it's important, you know, spend a day in there, trying the products, reading the ingredients. You need to know your ingredients. And you might be saying, Patty, I am a med spa person. I work on, you know, injectables and I work with machines. I don't really do much on the product and retail side. And I, I agree with you. We do specialize in those areas, right? Those are things that we pride ourselves on. You spend all this time learning. Um, but here's the thing, guys, your customer is not, you know, going to be, especially in economic conditions right now, your customer is not going to be jumping all over those services until they have tried some of their own DIY stuff. Well, where's the DIY stuff? It's on the shelves at these makeup stores, right? Makeup and beauty stores. So, um you got to get in the trenches. You got to get in there. You got to start testing, you got to start learning and you got to really get a really cool perspective. Um and when I say cool, I mean it's like no uh, just a little bit more than your customer does. And that way you can accessorize that conversation with really good direction and give them what they need. And ultimately what's going to end up happening is they're going to end up doing trust. This is a high trust business. You know, we have to prove that we know our stuff and we're good at what we do. And then they're going to buy, you know, especially when, when pennies are tight, then they're going to spend that money with you because you have coached them. You have helped them understand the value of you know, navigating those unknowns and being right by their side and, and encouraging them. And don't, please don't discourage them from, you know, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, it's like, you know, try these products, you know, don't spend an arm and a leg, go in the stores, try a little bit, you know, see if you can sign up for like maybe um, a skincare box. There's lots of them out there now where you can try products like the fit, fab, fun boxes and stuff. They send you a bunch of products you can try every month or what once a quarter now or something like that. And start getting familiar, but um, that's ways you encourage your client, right? To try the different products. You know, I know sometimes it's like you want to just roll your eyes when they come in and be like, yeah, I'm using this thing, you know, I bought on Amazon and it's so good. And my skin feels so good. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, that's a 2% AHA acid. That's only going to get you so far, girl but you can't say that right you want them to like at least you got to you got to applaud the process the fact that they're first taking care of their skin making that effort caring about what their skin looks like versus just navigating what happens next And then it's a process of like a, great, you're using AHA. It's only a 2%. That's, you're going to probably need a little bit more. Your skin's going to build a resilience like anything else. Body fatigue, you know, you do an exercise the same every time your body's going to get used to it. Same thing happens with your skin. You got to cycle. You got to do these things. What's going to be next when you cycle? Well, let's talk about that. Um, Because 80% of the win is your skincare at home. And I say that so much to our staff because it's like almost like, counterintuitive it's like yeah but if I'm teaching them how to do everything at home then why would they want to get in my chair guys that's the whole you know that that's the 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 piece that always tricks people up it's like if I'm doing if I'm teaching them how to do everything at home why on earth would they get in my chair? Here's the thing by the time they get in your chair they have done such I mean it skin works on a resilience level right the thicker the high the more hydrated the more cellular turnover there is the more these treatments that we do with lasers and anything else um, take hold and create those results and make the client look like a superstar at that point. So these are the things that you're, you're priming the skin, you're good, good products at home means the skin's getting fed, right? The skin's getting good nutrition. So by the time it gets in the gym, I, you know, AKA your chair, you are now doing some magical stuff versus a client that is like, yeah, I come here once a month and I expect results, but I'm really not doing much at home for my skincare. And again, if you're just an injectable type focused practitioner, that's okay, but you're only going to be able to get so far with injectables, even if you're doing sculpture and some of these um, collagen producing um, type of injectables, because the skin needs still nutrition, needs good health in order to really produce. Otherwise they really, you know, that's where people get in in the weeds. They start really pumping people up with like, you know, freeze and fluff and all this stuff. And before you know it, you know, the the client just looks altered. They look like, you know, uh, irresponsibly altered. And you know what I'm talking about? You've seen these folks, you're like, gosh, why isn't somebody coaching you? I've had celebs coming into our, our LA spas and just literally, oh, so, so bad as far as injectables, they've got like their lips are, you know, so blown up, not just to the point that they're blown up like superficially because they don't look blown up superficially. They've got that hockey puck above the lip where it's migrated and the lip line does not even move. It just sits there like a hockey puck and you want to tell them, you know, it's like whoever's doing your injectables, please, you know, have them dissolve it but you don't want to throw anybody under the bus. You want to be responsible. So, but how you avoid that stuff? Well, is anybody telling you to do, you know, lips, simple lip scrubs turning over, you know, and I'm not saying that a lip scrub is going to replace filler. Please don't take it that way. I'm talking about building the integrity of the skin. I'm talking about vitamin infusing. I'm talking about when you're wearing your, your, everybody wears these like hats and visors, you know, guess what? Your lips are hanging out of those. So your sun exposure is usually you know, there, you're not really going to, unless you're wearing some, you know, giant, you know, flying saucer kind of, um, you know, visor, which I very much wear. And my husband's always embarrassed when I walk out and I do hikes and stuff like that. And he's like, kind of walks a few feet away from me, but that's okay. Um, that's why he gets to have, you know, a wife with good skin. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's 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 very big, you know, a, a very big area that we just in and, and we we lose the the neck and we lose the the jowl area and all of that because the cats, the caps don't cover those areas, the visors don't, the regular visors don't cover those areas. So you have to be coaching your client on these levels, you know, okay. So you're getting a little extra sun exposure in the, you know, in these areas. Let's do some really good SPF lip coverage. Let's do some, you know, and cover that lower part of your face and double, double layer those areas, you know, and then let's dissolve some of these, you know, areas that need dissolving. Let's rebuild. And that's how your injectables are going to be so, so effective because you have, so much better skin integrity to work with. Right. And at that point, again, you want those clients, those raving clients, seven evangelical clients saying, you know, this is my person. This is who I trust. This is who, and one or two times in the chair is not going to cut that. However, coaching and supporting your client throughout their process and encouraging their home care is going to build that trust is going to build that level of um, consistency, and ultimately that return business and referral, which is what is going to help you navigate this economic condition right now that we're going into. And when I say it's a condition, it's not doom and gloom guys. It's just a simple shift, of the mindset, you know, we've been accustomed to being in big demand, big, you know, dollars flying through our spas these last three years. We've had a lot of extra money and people have had a lot of extra money to spend. And, you know, you want to call it politics, you want to call it whatever it is. Reality is, is that people have been spending money on themselves. And so we have gotten the benefit of that. The change that's happening now is that people are a little bit more selective and they're going to want to do a, you know, try the home care stuff Want to get through those, you know, questions as far as what how far can I get with my home care stuff? Oh, well, my girl that actually does my injectable, she knows so much about the product, she knows so much about what's going on in, you know, in the market. And she's so informed about everything that's on the shelf. And so I can just literally go straight to her. And at that point, you're going to, number one, again, behavioral patterns are king, understanding those you're going to cut, you know, all kinds of time out of their schedule. So they're going to really appreciate, you're going to be the download person, right? As soon as we really know all those products, know what they're good for um we know that clients have to have a core five you know in their regimen always they have to have a good exfoliator um a good cleanser a good hydrating serum with some vitamin C tied into it um a good mul- uh, moisturizer and a good spf those are the core five have to haves um and so everything else and again i spent some time there this weekend studying the shelves myself And looking to see, and there's all these different versions of that. Those core five, and there's always like, so you know, this serum has this extra um, element of, you know, vitamin C. But we know that mixing vitamin C, especially if you if it's in a clear bottle, hello, um, then it's not going to be effective. It just says it on the label, but it's not really effective, and it's going to die, and it's simply not going to give them. Um, the push. And if you're anything that says retinol on it, which people are so enamored with now, um, if it's not in, a, in an airtight, con, you know, sealed container and it's just, you know, part in, part of the label and it says retinol in it, it's absolutely worthless. You know, it's not something that clients are gonna get benefit from. So these are little things that, you know, you really should be paying attention to is going to give you so much traction in this next um, period of time. Now, you might be saying, this is all good, Patty, but how do I make money um, if people are doing all this stuff at home? If I am now becoming this, you know, know coach and mentor but i'm not really selling you know more injectables and i'm certainly not selling you know lots of packages you will be that's the thing it's like you you will have that that you'll you'll basically be surviving the masses that are there's tons of people trying to get in i talked about this in my one of my last couple of podcasts is that um you know there's a lot of nurses right now getting recruited to start their own med spas and all of that well if if anybody knows anything about business in the messball world, it's like, it might be good on paper, but the reality is, is that when you go out on your own and you try to like make it happen, it's a whole nother thing. Um, incredibly difficult, incredibly difficult to, unless you have mentors, unless you have coaches, you know, it's one of the reasons why we started our franchises. Like there's a lot of people that kept hitting us up. How do I do this? How do I um, go out on my own? How do I make this happen? And we're like, well, you know, if we're going to teach you, we might as well be there for the you know long road which is really a long game it's not a short game um and help you build this and build it right and sustain in the right way and so we we started the franchises this year in effort to really be those you know position leaders to help and and nurture the process along because it can be frightening um and so making money at it means Very simply, you know, you start looking at it and again, review your menu. Do you have some low ticket items there that you could do a lot of and then, you know, supplement maybe the slowdown of those, you know, bigger price point items? Absolutely. Everybody does. You know, everyone has those lower quick, um, laser treatments. You know, I'm seeing people come out with like lip resurfacing, um, laser, quick laser treatment to help lip resurfacing and plump lips up without having to do the full on injectable. Um, you know, you've got people and, and, and mind you, the other piece of this is like, start thinking about what you're doing on a retail level yourself. You know, are you producing branded products yourself? That's a big one. You know, we're looking at that right now. We just launched our line, um, of retinols this year, and um, we have more to come. We've got little um, DIY, you know, technology coming down the pipe too. Um, lots of things that help clients kind of, you know, again supplement at home. It's not the end-all, do-all. So by the time they're coming into your spa, it's good. It's all really good, healthy um, conversations. You know that they've saved their um, income to do these treatments with you. And it's not just going to be a stretch the penny and and try to get the most from, you know, 10 Botox units. Um, and so at that point, you're you're really having a, a an honest and real conversation because they've taken notes of what you've told them to do at home. And they're doing, you know, now these treatments with you um in your chair. And again the the masses are going to weed out that's I, I don't want you guys to be you know ever fearful of like everything coming into the marketplace all these people are opening up med spots and stuff it's a natural progression guys if the money's you know dwindling and it's not you know people are getting a lot more conservative with what they're spending you know, it's not going to be a rampant, you know, everyone's going to have a med spot because frankly, there's, again, the cream will rise to the top. It always does. Um, so there's never a problem there. Um, the last thing that you can do to really, really get, you know, some really good leverage and get, again, I, and ahead of this, ahead of the curve before it happens is to start doing some educational series. I can't stress enough how important it is to educate your clients, get those, um, those YouTube videos may get those, um, those even TikTok series of, of what to do at home. There are so many people now trying to understand, and it's really easy to put, you know, just look at the, the patterns, you know, you've got the influencers that were like mega stars, right. Doing the makeup routines. Well, they don't always know, you know, what to do with the skincare. They are good at putting the makeup, you know, on the face, but they don't necessarily know how to build out the integrity of the skin, that's what you're good at. So this is your moment. This is your time to really be stepping out, really be building that level of, um, branding for yourself and getting some really good traction and understanding that, you know, it's, it's a game of, of knowledge at this point. It's, it's kind of, you got to get a little bit mad scientist, um, mentality and you will rock it. And at that point, again, then you've got a home run. Um, You'll be able to do sponsored things with um, the different um, companies. There's income streams there that are just so ready to go. People want to work with people like you, licensed practitioners. And the other part is, is that there's tons of opportunities then for Um, you to even launch your own, you know, I've been coaching a lot of my clients on, um, and my, my staff, even it's like, launch your own how-tos, you know, get your own how-tos out there. AI is amazing for that. Now you really can't, there's nothing holding you back so much, so much good stuff out there in reference to like in design and, you know, copywriting and everything you can do so much with all these tools. Um, Get your own, you know, how to's and downloadables and all that good stuff. These are streams of income that are going to help you and build out your branding in a way that is phenomenal, way, way far above what the rest of the industry is going to be doing. Cause again, your, your competition is, is, Going to be working on trying to, you know, probably working with these marketing companies offering these daily deals, like because irresistible offer and funnel pages. Which again, they're not terrible. When you look at your cost of acquiring those clients, crunch those numbers. I was like shocked. I was like, wait a minute, you're telling me that I, I'm going to pay you this much, or even if I'm not, my sponsored ads are going to be this much, and then I'm bringing in this much, and then this is what I'm actually getting for that dollar. Um, I don't think I'm going to stay on this way. And again, I've hired several of them. I have worked with several of them. Some have AI built in and it's really great, but it's not justifying in my mind. Anyways, I, there could be some company out there that does amazing with it. Um, and I'm not knocking them by any means. But it's just the ones I've hired. Haven't really given me anything to like, you know, blow my mind or anything. So, it's okay. You know, we just keep, keep researching and keep looking. But in the meantime, we're doing other things to, you know, get ahead of the curve and getting those moments um, planted in your mind of the, of the clients and, and, you know, getting those really just excitement factors. I mean, this business is exciting. It's all about getting, you know, clients feeling good and, and looking their best and that confidence up. So don't let any of the stuff like that I'm talking about, you know, weigh you down, get ahead of it, get super informed and you will be so happy, you know, in this journey. Cause it has to be, it has to be happy making, right? It has to be good, good mood, good juju. Um, Otherwise, why are we in it? Because there's so many other things we could do. Um, And then you will feel so great about like those conversations with your clients because they'll just, it's easy. It's just an easy conversation. They get so delighted having those conversations. I promise, promise. I had them millions of times and they just are so happy to have those conversations. I'm going to wrap on that guys. Thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to chatting with you next time. Take care.